Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com. Woodhill Community Center. Have a hand in the heart of the city. Support their mission with your donations at WoodhillCommunityCenter.org. Toyota on Nicholasville Superstore. Online consultants are standing by right now to help you find your next Toyota. Visit ToyotaOnNicholasville.com. Lexus of Lexington. Home of the best-selling Lexus IS. Find yours today at LexusOfLexington.com. It's time for the Catholic Hipster Podcast with my dad, Tommy. And our son, Sarah. I hope you like it. What up, everybody, and welcome to episode 33 of the Catholic Hipster Podcast. I'm Tommy on the West Coast in the Archdiocese of San Francisco and way across the country in Atlanta, Georgia. It is Sarah Vabulous. Sarah, what's up? Good morning, Tommy. How are you doing? Dude, it's our Jesus episode. <gasps> oh, that is. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, gosh. I, this, <laughs> I, we should have planned better, huh? <laughs> I didn't do my homework. <laughs> this is the episode where the podcast dies, I guess. Is that how it works? I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, geez. Well, I hope not. No, that would have been the last couple where it took me two months to edit them. That's that's so. So we were we just like leading right up to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is so cool. Well, today we're recording because people don't usually know because they listen to it whenever. But it is August 26. It's a Saturday. And we should probably say we should all keep everybody in Southern Texas yes. in our prayers because that hurricane looks crazy. Yes. I mean, thankfully, it's downgraded now to a hurricane and a one category one. Um, but it's going to dump so much rain. I was just in Austin, Texas yesterday and everyone there was preparing. Um, my Uber driver told me that he was ready for 16 inches of rain. So it's, it's oh going to be crazy. And, and of course it's Texas and it was the summer, so they didn't get a lot of rain. So they're very worried about um, some flooding. Thankfully it's, it's flat. So it's not like California, you know, where you guys have the mudslides. Um, we flood like, yeah, but, <laughs> it's like we flood after an inch of rain. It starts right. Here. <laughs> but it's still going to be um, all the way inland. They're going to get a lot, a lot of rain. And some places are predicting to have 60 inches of rain. Uh, and I just can't imagine ha- having five feet of rain. Cannot. And at the same time that the hurricane was touching down, they started getting mad tornado warnings all around the same area. It was it was crazy. I mean, it's crazy. Some of the video that's coming out is just shocking. So hopefully everybody stays safe there. Yes. For sure. Yes. To all of our friends in Texas. Um, we hope you did stay safe. Yes. <laughs> yes. And continue to do so because now the rain is really starting. So. And I don't know if you saw, but they, there was like a viral video that came out that uh, this like Fox News guy was doing a report on the hurricane. And he's, you know, the typical like hurricane news report, blue, like poncho, just getting thrashed by the water. And this woman comes running up from the side. I don't know if you saw this. And she has a six pack of beer in her hand. And she goes, here, here's some good Galveston beer. And she hands the dude the six pack like live on TV. And then she runs, like, she's wearing like a white shirt, a button up shirt. And it's just soaked, right? And she's like, hands him the six pack, smiles and like walks off. It's like, wow, Texas is a uh, good people out there. That's uh, pretty awesome. That's pretty, pretty awesome. He was like, uh, this will be great for after we're done covering the hurricane. <laughs> he played it off well, but it was funny. <laughs> well, some people, you know, if you're not on the news, just sit there and enjoy the ride. So right. <laughs> I am- can't even I can't even imagine. Sarah, I know you live in Georgia. Yes. But every time something like this happens, Karen and I here in California are both like, 
how would anyone not want to live with earthquakes compared to this? Because it's so freaking scary looking. I mean, Uh, yeah, it is. Um, But, you know, I've lived in the South my entire life, minus college. And so I'm used to this. Like we had when I was in middle school, um, a hurricane actually come through at category one through Atlanta, um, which was super wild because we were so far inland. (laughs) I mean, we're like five hours at the minimum to the ocean, right? <laughs> so it's really far. And um, and it was scary. You know, my dad was out of town too, and I was like 11 or 12, so all I wanted was my daddy. But, um, yeah. uh, you know, people had their roof tiles come off and stuff like that. But we get so many bad thunderstorms in the middle of the summer all the time that sometimes people just don't take things seriously enough. And a lot of times um, what happens is it's not actually the hurricane itself. Um, that's bad is it's what happens after a bit like what happened with hurricane Katrina is it wasn't the hurricane. It was the flooding that occurred after. Um, and so that's just usually what the major cause of damage is, is actually the flooding and not necessarily the actual storm itself. Yeah. Terrifying. I can tell you earthquakes are not nearly as terrifying, although they can be, but typically they're well, we not. get those here too. We just don't get this big as yours. Like we'll, we'll get yeah. like, I don't know, three point whatever sometimes. And I'm always like, what is that? It's like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> a big truck driving down the road. Yeah, pretty much. Right. <laughs> or a plane flying over. <laughs> <laughs> so this time on episode 33, we're going to have two guests joining us, right? Well, We've it's, got, it's double trouble. <laughs> we have the Divine Mercy for Moms crew, Michelle and Emily. They have pulled together. I don't know if you guys have heard of Divine Mercy for Moms. It was a pretty huge book when it came out, so a lot of people know about it. And now they've got the Friendship Project, which is their newest thing coming out. So they're just, uh, the wisdom is pouring forth. And uh, we're going to have all wait. the wisdom here. Yeah. I can't wait. I got to chug my coffee so I can get a little bit more sharp for these ladies. <laughs> I'm excited about it. The lack of sharpness that you, you know, set up for being with me is appalling. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, whatever. It's Saturday morning, y'all. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Keep it here. Listen to my kids say something. And we'll be right back with Michelle and Emily. I think it's time for a break now. Now back to show. All right, everybody, we have like double the trouble on today's podcast. So usually it's just Tommy and me and one guest, but today. We have moved into one-on-one offense because we have two guests today, and it's very, very exciting. I'm sorry. It is football, sp- it season, is football is season, and I am so ready with the sports analogies. We have the wonderful, beautiful, awesome ladies of the brand-new book coming out with Catholic- Javi Maria Press. Why well, I say Catholic, idiot? And so The Friendship Project, The Catholic Women's Guide to Making and Keeping Fabulous Faith-Filled Friends. Welcome, Michelle and Emily. Hey, thanks so much for having us. We are so excited to be on your podcast. Thank you. We're so excited to have you guys on here. You know, we know that your book is coming out the same time as Tommy's book. And so technically, I guess we should be competition. But because we're Catholic, we're all going to be friends. I love it because that's the title of our book, right? It's all about <laughs> friendship. So thank you. Yeah, it's and all, super fun. And we're also, super excited. Matt Swain's book comes out on the same day, so we can compete against him instead. I think that would be a good idea. We'll just go head to head. Yeah, we're getting. 
Well, I was going to say, you guys just uh, recently put out um, a buy one, get one offer for the two books, but Matt Swaim's not included in that. So sorry, Matt Swaim. <laughs> <laughs> Only the coolest people get the special deals at Ave. So. <laughs> to be fair, my wife spent a lot of time working on his puzzle book. It's pretty fun. It is a fun book. So why don't you guys tell us about the Friendship Project? First, I have to say that the cover is really, really cool. And also, just because I'm I'm a throwback, I'm also holding Divine Mercy for Moms in my hands right now while I'm talking into this microphone, which is also has a really cool cover. You guys got cool covers, man. We're all about the cover and the graphics. We want our book to kind of pop off on the, uh, the shelf for people. And the Friendship Project is really about relationships. It's about developing and deepening friendships in your life and seeing that your spiritual friends are going to be the friends that are going to stick with you and thick and thin and help you get to heaven. Yeah. And we loved, um, the cover also has um, some saints interwoven with uh, just the regular folk like us. So part of the friendship project, we not only talked about relationships with our friends here on earth, but also all these awesome saints who had friends while they were on earth. Cause there's really actually a lot of saint pairs out there. There's saints that had friends and then they both became canonized in the Catholic church. And what was cool, I was looking this morning, we actually shared, we talked about a lot of the same saints in your book, the Hipster Podcast, in our book, because um, we also talked about Teresa of Avila. And then we talked in our book how she was super good friends with this little sister in her religious order, um, Blessed Anne of St. Bartholomew. And Saint, one thing I didn't even know until we wrote the book that St. Therese, Teresa died in her arms. This, uh, so what wow. an awesome friendship is that, you know? So, and to Hild Hildegard of Bingen, we talked about her and you talked about it in her book. What a cool, super smarty pants saint she was. She had, uh, <laughs> That's right. She's a polymath. She's referred to as a polymath because she's like a Renaissance woman. Yes. Yeah. What an amazing woman. And she had actually a mentor. Her name was, her, is Blessed Judah. So she was really mentored in the spiritual life. So one thing we talk about, and the friendship project is not about only, you know, how how our friendships really. The point of friendship is to get your friends to heaven and how these saints had these friends that help propel them to be super holy, awesome saints. That is, yeah, that's really fantastic. And Emily needs a little bit of friendship from St. Blaze this morning, I think, right? With the <laughs> all the cheering of the football game. But yeah, I think that's so cool. And I think as you grow up a little bit, you start to realize like what your friends should be for, right? And just like you said, trying to help you become a better person, try to help you to get to heaven as opposed to what you think they're for when you're like a teenager or something. Absolutely. We talked a little bit in the beginning of the book about there's some levels of friendship and actually Aristotle wrote about it way back in the fourth century. And he talks about, you know, first you've kind of got your friends a utility and that's when you're kind of have a friend you're using for a good or service. And then you have these friends of pleasure, right? And that's what I know, I think of high school and these are your friends you have a good time with and you party with. And, but once you're done having a good time, there's nothing deeper, but then you go into friendships of virtue. And that's where we start really with the friendship project. And we look at eight different virtues and how these virtues can help you become a better person and be a better friend. And then how you look at um, wanting these virtues in your friends. And then that develops into sharing your faith in your friendships. And that's where you get into spiritual friendship. And that's where we take it as Catholics and go a level deeper than Aristotle even took it. So cool. I, I just it's just so cool. And, um, you know, it's funny. Um, I love friendship so much. Um, I think it's so important for so many of us. Um, I cannot wait to just talk about your book uh, far and wide. You know, thank you so much. I know we got a preview copy and it's amazing. And um, 
I, it just reaffirms. I gave a talk a few years ago on a Christ for News' parish retreat at my church, and it was all about friendship and community. And so what you guys are saying here um, just resonates so directly with um, my life. And I know that um, a lot of my peers, you know, I'm in my mid-30s, and um, it's a lot harder now to find friends of faith that in our um, millennial generation, though I don't like to call myself a millennial because I'm like you are, though. on yeah, that you are. edge. Shut up, Tommy. <laughs> um, but like in some in some ways I am, in some ways I'm not, right? Because we're bo- I'm born in that age group where sometimes they put us as a millennial and sometimes they don't. But it's so hard because there's so many of us that have faith. Um, but then there's so many of our peers that don't believe in anything. Um, and so I think this is just really important to show people like, Hey, friendships are worth putting in some effort for, um, they don't just happen because you're connected on social media. Yeah. The one thing we found, the reason why we wrote the friendship project You know, Twitter might be, you know, they might be tweeting all day, but they're really longing for deeper relationships. And, you know, we called it the Friendship Project because all of these relationships we need to continue to invest in. So we can't just like like everyone's pictures on Facebook and then call it a night. We got to really put some time into these relationships, develop these relationships and realize that they're a gift from God and a great way to pass the Catholic faith, to evangelize, to share the real, you know, the real gift of our faith is just through starting with our relationships. And do you think you guys can talk a little bit about um, the importance of having friends? I think like once you get married and have kids, it's like the, you know, drive to go hang out with friends kind of drops off. But I would say, um, I'm sure you guys have some insights on how important it is to like maintain friendships, have your own time to be able to like go out and be with friends uh, as opposed to just sort of like, you know, being with your family all the time, which is great. But I think friends are really important to kind of help you get recharged, right? Absolutely. You know, we write a lot about, believe it or not, the saints actually talked a lot about friendship, even in spiritual friendship. Um, There's a saint, St. Albert of Rabeau. He wrote an entire book about spiritual friendship. And um, St. Francis de Sales, he, in the introduction to Devout Life, talks a ton about friendship. So he says, you know, friends are for growth and health, happiness, holiness on this earth, and better to prepare us to share together in the gift of eternal life in heaven. And St. Augustine even tells us that there's two things that are essential to life. And one of them is friendship. So friendship is, you know, a lot of people, like you said, you know, you, you get married, you have kids. People tell us all the time, I left friendship behind when I got married or when I had kids. But we know it's hard to do and to take time to invest in these friendships, but it's super important. So one of the things we talked about in the Friendship Project is just some super practical ways that you can do this you know, regularly and meet up with people and connect with your friends because it is, it's easy to, you know, leave it on the back burner and you're right. Your friends, your family is awesome, but um, having your friends and having those relationships to help bring you closer to God is huge. One of the things Emily and I have been part of is a small faith sharing group for over 10 years. So we meet in the evenings, we've done all kinds of different Bible studies. And then what we did for the husbands, we're like, our husbands start needing to having faith-filled friendships too. So the husbands started meeting on the opposite week and they started what's called a Catholic Brewers Association. So they used to brew beer. <laughs> I don't know how much praying they did, but they, they would brew beer. And then after they uh, grew out of the 
beer brewing business, um, they started meeting for beer and adoration. So they would go for adoration for an hour and then they go out for beer. How stinking so cool is that? Oh my gosh. That was very cool. Very, very cool. <laughs> Although I did hear the other day, we were all out with our, um, our couples and they were like, yeah, that Matt family, you know, he would come for holy half an hour and then stay for all the beer. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's, that sounds pretty smart. Oh, I'll go grab the table. You guys stay here. It's all good. I'll see you there. <laughs> Jesus will remember. (laughs) (laughs) So did you guys enjoy finding out about all the saints? And uh, you've talked a lot about like what the saints have thought, what the saints have written about friendship. That's kind of incredible to me because I think we don't think of saints typically in that way. Um, Most of like the greatest saints that you think of, it's like, you know, we just had St. Rose of Lima's feast day and she like built a hermitage outside her house and just stayed there and prayed by herself all the time. And so I think, it's really neat to hear that uh, saints had friends and valued friendships and they were normal people in a way too. You know, that's a great point. And I think in this society, we've really elevated people and put them on such pedestals that we don't realize even within the church that they have community. We all need community. We need the community of the saints. We need the community in our parish to really ground us and help us. And that's one reason why Michelle and I like to do the podcast together and, and give this example that, Friendship is important and we can build on each other's strengths. And um, so hearing what the saints had to say and and looking into just some really great practical ideas, our life has been really blessed by writing this book. And boy, we've had a lot more fun. <laughs> we've had a lot of just neat experiences of meeting people and, and showing people that relationships matter in your life. Like this is not something we just want to throw away because we're seeking out holiness. This is where holiness meets the road and, and where, you know, one of my favorite things I was reading just the other day by St. Francis de Sales is he said, you know, as lay people, we need friendship now, you know, more than ever living in the world because those are the people that hold you up, right? When you're on a slippery path, when you're on a patch of ice, you need your friends to hold you up and support you. And that's the role of spiritual friendship is this awesome support system that you're giving, but you're also receiving when you need it. That is so cool. And I think it's really cool that two people who are authors of a Catholic book and who are working together on a Catholic project live in the same place. That doesn't happen very often. So you guys should really (laughs) value the fact that you're together. That's really, really cool. Well, I followed Emily here and I actually met my husband at her wedding. So that's how I ended up together. So we've had a lot of fun friendship stories. We actually, one of our favorite friend stories is we actually had babies on the same day together. So we are pregnant. No way. Wow. (laughs) We were due three weeks apart, but I got induced for high blood pressure. So I called Emily. I'm like, ha ha, I'm beating you. And I ran (laughs) to the hospital. And then I like, I used to, I was a labor and delivery nurse and I look up on the computer while I'm like laying in bed and all of a sudden I see Emily's name on the computer. I'm like, Emily's here. And she literally had her baby one hour after I had my baby. Same doctor, same hospital, two doors down. So we totally got to hang out in the hospital. Her brother came, he's a priest. He came and blessed the babies. So that was a big sign from God. Like, hey, I want you two to work together on some stuff. No kidding. Holy smokes. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, if you said no to the Holy Spirit after that, I don't know how God would have told you otherwise. (laughs) Well, it's funny because that happened back in 2011 and we've done ministry. One thing that we talk about in the book is like, do a work of mercy with your friends, you know, like do these amazing things together. So we've really promote Catholic radio. We've been on a post-abortive um, 
uh, healing board together. We've done vacation Bible schools together, inner city vacation Bible schools together. And one thing we realized was like God was leading us towards, you know, more of a formal ministry like we are now with the Divine Mercy for Moms and speaking and blogging and writing this new book. But it all began with just saying little tiny yeses. So when you incorporate faith into your friendships, you know, the Lord, who knows what he can do. And um, Michelle was just telling me a great story about the power of the mule or something. Like. Yuck. So Mike Sweeney, <laughs> I don't know if you uh, like baseball, but of Mike course, Sweeney yeah. uh, is an awesome Catholic baseball player. My son went this cool Catholic baseball camp in Chicago, and he told a story of um, they had a competition of oxes. So who could pull the most weight? And the winner of the competition pulled like just over eight tons, and the second prize ox pulled under just eight tons. So they said, well, let's have a bet to see how much they can pull together. So everyone bet around, you know, 15, 16 tons, somewhere in between there, right? Because that makes sense. You put two and two together, you get an equal number. But what happened is when they put these two ox together, they were able to pull 26 tons. So it was so much more when you work together. So Emily and I like to think that with our work and like what you're doing with, you know, your podcast, when you work together with someone, not only are you pulling your own load, but together you're able to do even more when you're, you know, doing, especially doing God's will. He's able to multiply your efforts. Yeah, we can be double the amount of awkward. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. Um, in all seriousness, I'm super grateful um, for Tommy's friendship and being able to do this this hot mess of a podcast and to really get to know people like you guys who um, inspire me every day um, and inspire so many because I, I just think some of the things you guys are doing are absolutely beautiful and, and needed. So thank you. Well, we love to collaborate. And you know, that's why we wanted to do the special with Ave on the books and all this, because by helping each other, we can only help grow our faith, right? Like we can, we each all have our own little, you know, niche, right? Like, and we're all in our little tunnel sometimes. And everyone, sometimes we feel like in the Catholic world, you've got your own program growing on. But if we all work together, I mean, the vineyard, right, is huge and the laborers are few. So we got to work together to bring the gospel to the whole earth. That's when we know we're doing well. Is it when we get a Jesus quote on the podcast, Sarah? I think that means that we've got the right people, the right guests. Well, <laughs> I'm in. He sent them out two by two. Oh, the friendship connection. What do you think of that? <laughs> that's, that's great. Serious, that's a serious quoting right there. Two by two. You guys, with that, you have to buy the friendship project. Are you kidding me? Jesus is endorsing it right there, right there. Two by two, even to the hospital. <laughs> So we're going to take a break. You're going to hear my kids talking again. And then we're going to come back. And Sarah and I are going to put Michelle and Emily on the hipster hot seat. I'm sure they're nervous. They have no reason to be, but they're going to handle it like pros. And maybe they'll answer together (laughs) at the same time. Oh, man. In unison. All right. Bar is high. (laughs) We'll be back. Now back to set. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the final segment of episode 33 of the Catholic Hipster Podcast. Tommy and Sarah here with Michelle and Emily of Divine Mercy for Moms fame and now the Friendship Project, which you guys need to have. Michelle and Emily, tell me that this book is going to be used by women's groups around the country or the world or the universe even, because we're like broadcasting out, you know, far and wide, to grow in friendship. I mean, are there going to be tools that people can use along with your book to kind of guide a group to grow in friendship and a better understanding of what friendship means? 
Well, one thing Michelle and I did is we put together this awesome website with our web designer, our friend Allie, and it's um, called thefriendshipprojectbook.com. And the idea on the website is we have these free videos. So our professional grade videos to go with each chapter, there's a facilitator video, there's an introduction video. And then so you can like be a person like me that goes to the face sharing group that maybe didn't read the chapter, but you can watch the video and still answer <laughs> questions. So that's how I approach the Bible study. But Michelle always answered all the questions. Yeah. So we also have right in the back of the book, we have a study guide. So there's five or six questions for each chapter. And if you want, you're if you're like a nerdy journaler like me, um, there's a free journal you can print on our website too. You print it out and you can journal or write down all the answers. And we also did a going deeper in a scripture. So it helps you to read the Lectio Divina with that's just going over prayerfully a one scripture verse three times and writing what Jesus is, you know, saying to your heart. So it's something you can do as a group. And we are, we're not only doing it, we already have groups across the United States, Canada, and London, England. So we know it's going worldwide. Um, we're super that excited. So that. Cool. Actually, India too. The girl oh, in yeah. India said she'd do it. So <laughs> we're moving global. <laughs> well, congratulations. You guys have definitely put something together that it's going to be powerful and meaningful for so many people. And I love that you have like Cliff's Nose videos. It's so just perfect. <laughs> perfect for the uh, millennials, right? <laughs> no, let's just go with lazy people. <laughs> uh, actually, I, I always needed the Cliff Note video. Because <laughs> you actually get to meet our real friends. So each chapter we feature a, one of our faith-filled friends. So you're going you're gonna to actually meet these people because I told Emily like, how do they, people know we're not just making this stuff up? So that are part of our lives. So you get to really see them and hear their a little even deeper about their story and their journey. I do like the idea of you guys like sitting in a basement being like, what should we name our next friend? <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's really the friendship project.com. Is that what it was? Uh, the friendship project book.com. And I but will include it in the show it notes. Right sure. All right. Awesome. So Thank you. Worry. Yeah. Uh, you All can right, also Sarah. Google it. Yeah. Cause apparently I typed it in the first time and didn't get it. So I can't spell. Um, but yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> I don't know where I went wrong. I double checked it and I was like two peas. I don't know where I lost it. <laughs> so it's time Sarah to put Michelle and Emily on the uh, hipster hot seat. Are you ready? I was yes. born ready. Are you guys ready? Oh yeah. Famously sponsored by St. Lawrence. I think he's the patron saint of the Catholic hipster hot seat. We just had his feast day. So how cool is that? This is the closest we've ever done it to his actual feast day. I think, did you have a barbecue for his feast day, Sarah? No. No. What kind of Catholic are you? I don't know. Bad one. <laughs> I, I'm a terrible Catholic. I'm terrible. Terrible. Don't do anything I do. If you say you're a terrible Catholic, you're on the right track. I think that means you're appropriately humble and <laughs> moving in the right direction. <laughs> I just need the rosary every day. That's all, that's all that gets me through. <laughs> that's a good tactic. All right, Michelle and Emily. Here we go. Sarah, kick it off so I don't steal your, your question. Oh, yeah, because Tommy loves to steal my question. So, ladies, welcome <laughs> to the Catholic Hipster Hot Seat. This is where we ask you questions and you answer your first gut reaction. So don't overthink it. Got it? Got it. Got it. All right. <laughs> so classic questions include um, margaritas, salt or no salt? Salt. Salt. Mm. 
We have two good guests on the podcast today, Sarah. I think that I need to point that out because you're a no salt, right? Is that right? We've learned this about you. Yeah, but I just don't like salt in general. So it's not like it's a margarita thing. It's like an an in general thing. I'm always accused of undersalting my food. So, God, I love salt. (laughs) (laughs) We're the salt of the earth. Anyways, Michelle, Emily, burritos or tacos? Tacos. Burritos. Ooh, all right. there you go. There you go. Um, all right. So, ladies, who is your current like saint that's making waves in your life? I'm a big fan of Catherine of Siena because I'm a nurse and she's the patron saint of nursing. And she just did some crazy things. I mean, she's a lady that slept for like 30 minutes a night and could survive. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of Catherine of Siena. Mm. I got to say, um, St. Faustina, Divine yeah. Mercy little divine mercy for moms there so um we, michelle and i say she kind of tapped us on the shoulder and told us you know really presented our mission of um, bringing mercy to others and promoting that devotion so i still have such a, a love and appreciation for this awesome polish nun awesome. all right jp2 benedict the 16th or francis go jp2 jp2 love your cover by the way with the glasses on jp2 I get to, you know, give my opinion on covers and I totally pick that one. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's so nice. It's such a weird thing about making a book when uh, they're like, oh, we have all these people picking your cover. And you're like, can I see what they're picking? They're like, no. <laughs> yes, totally agree. I know, but I know. We don't like it. They're like, the expert said it's a winner. And you're like, well, who are these experts? Not Michelle and Emily. <laughs> 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 so yeah, JP two and hey, was it? It was thirty nine years ago. Is that what we're looking at? That JP one stepped out onto the balcony. So that's today. That's pretty exciting. Oh, that's awesome! Super exciting. Um, oh crap! It's my turn again. Um, I was stalling for you with that. You JP1 totally story. were. Uh, <laughs> morning coffee or no coffee? Oh my god! Is morning. that lots of coffee? Yeah. Morning coffee, <laughs> daytime <laughs> coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always Green amazed. Sugar. Yeah, I'm always amazed at people who can do no coffee. I used to be no coffee, and then I got into my mid 30s. No, I'm now I'm on team coffee all the way. Sometimes I like to try to convert people to coffee, like like a religious thing. Like I really think you need it. It really helps your day. <laughs> It'll change the whole experience of praying the rosary, man. <laughs> Just I know. Okay, camping in a tent or camping in an RV. Ah. Uh. Neither. Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Can we be friends, please? Uh, I just want to say that I just sold my pop-up after four years. So um, we have moved on from pop-up camping and partly because I have seven kids. So imagine all nine of us. Last time we went camping, the the (laughs) ranger told us we were not allowed to put a tent up. So we had nine people on a (laughs) pop-up and I sold it the next week. Now, lucky the fire marshal didn't come by. I think that's exceeding the maximum occupancy. That's the funny thing, right? We're in nature, but the ranger said we weren't allowed to have a tent on our spot. So we are totally violating nature code. You're like, um, can you look back in this van and see how many people are here, please? Can you please look at this pop-up? There is like, it was like a flop house. That would be a better way to describe it. All right. There you go. One pop-up, one nothing. Oh, <laughs> one staying at home. I was going to say, you know, my... My version of camping is a hotel without room service. 
So you guys can join that train too if you want. Yeah, sign me up. <laughs> um, all right. So let's see. Um, best Catholic place that you've ever visited? Ooh, good one. Well, I gotta say, I love Rome. My favorite. One thing Michelle and I both did is that we traveled abroad for a semester through Franciscan University. So I loved just visiting all the different churches. And that's one reason um, why we wrote about St. Faustina's. We both went to her convent when she was a blessed in the 90s. So that was a really special and significant moment. Oh, that's super cool. That is cool. All right. And I got JP2 got to bless my marriage. So that was my yes, oh, was just like all time memory. Like I touched a saint. I'm like a relic. That, <laughs> that is yes. pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> okay. Uh, let babies cry it out or rock them to sleep. Rock them to sleep. Um, pretty go. much rock them to sleep. Where I'm a, seven times and I still fall victim to the rocking. <laughs> <laughs> we have good, good. Michelle and Emily are good people. I have to say, that's good. No offense to the cry it out. Cry it out's fine. You do what works for you. I didn't mean to like, <laughs> but take sides or anything. Yeah, you're terrible, Tommy. I know. <laughs> um, well, I think that I'm out of questions because I just lost my question. I had a great idea. Michelle and Emily, you guys are off the Catholic hipster hot seat. You survived with just a Woo! few burns. Good yeah. job. <laughs> yes, definitely. Well, I guess I should have asked you like red or rosé wine. Ooh. Uh, red, red. But we've been drinking those Trulies, those spiked and sparkling uh, oh. seltzer water. We think that's kind of a hipster kind of a drink. <laughs> if you can, yeah, somehow figure out how to make Lacroix have alcohol in it. That is, that is definitely the way to go. <laughs> it's like no calories, so I you're like, yeah, I will be skinny and can party. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome! So awesome, man! It was so great to talk with you guys. I feel like this interview flew by, and we could just chat for hours. Hey, we'll have to connect sometime in real life. IRL, where do you guys Indeed. live? Columbus, Ohio. Oh, Columbus. Ohio you go to represent. Ohio sometimes, Sarah? Yeah, I go to Cincinnati sometimes. Hey, that's oh. we saw you have a cool priest in your book, Father Kyle from Cincinnati. Yeah, Father Kyle is pretty awesome. Yeah, we want you to we want to connect with him. You know, we love meeting cool priests. He Emily? is a cool priest. He has a beard. He brews beer. What else, Sarah? He's one of your good friends. Yeah, he's he's one of my best friends. Um, I got oh. him to wear Vans, so there's that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> While saying the mass, does he wear Vans at mass? Sometimes. Nice. Well done. Yeah. A lot of trads just logged off. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he um he went to Ohio State for a year and then um moved over to the seminary that's in Columbus. So he lived in Columbus oh, for a oh, few Josephine. years. Yeah, he went to the yeah. Josephina. Yeah. So you guys will totally have to connect. Uh, always cool. love to connect um cool priests with cool people. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Totes cool. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle and Emily, where should people go to check you out, check out the Friendship Project and uh, follow what you guys are up to? Yeah, the Friendship Project book.com and we're um, embarrassed to admit, but we're Facebookers. So check us <laughs> out on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Friend us on Facebook, quest, ask us questions on Facebook. Um, we're totally accessible. We're on Twitter, but I don't know. It, I'm Emily jamming that on Twitter, but I'm not as cool as you, you guys. So. I would recommend staying away from Twitter, and I think Sarah would too, probably. <laughs> Highly recommend, but I also don't do Facebook. Heck, I don't really do social media anymore, so yay! <laughs> and you sound happier than I've heard you in a long time. <laughs> we'll talk offline. <laughs>
Thanks, you guys Michelle, so much. Michelle, Emily, it was so cool to have you guys. And uh, people should go to Ave Maria Press and their say website. The, say the coupon you, code. What is it? Um, buy one, get one? Yeah, that's right. You can buy one, get one half off. Yes. 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 So you can go to Ave Maria Press's website and you can type in BOGO50 when you buy the Friendship Project and the Catholic Hipster Handbook. And one of them will be 50% off, probably the Catholic Hipster Handbook, because that's how much it's worth. And the Friendship <laughs> Project should be worth full price all the time. So go get you both books. Michelle and Emily, it was a joy and pleasure to have you guys on. Thanks for being friends. Thanks for having us. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining that was maybe one of our least awkward podcasts. Michelle and Emily were awesome. They knocked us up a level, yeah? Or they brought us up a level. They didn't knock us up at all. I don't know why. <laughs> well, you know, you, you just, you, this is what happens when you claim it wasn't awkward. You didn't say something awkward. So they were so awesome. And um, you guys, you just definitely need to buy their book. Um, you know, women out there. I guess they, I feel like I should have asked them, hey, are you going to have your husbands write um, a men's version? But um, I'm looking forward to their book. I'm looking forward to your book, Tommy. And yours and everyone else's. It's everybody's book, right? That's right. It's everyone's book. And if it's everyone's book, it's nobody's book. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. Well, um, we're so glad to really have the Catholic Hipster podcast back and running. So my sincerest apologies for just procrastinating. Um, We have a really cool lineup of people um, over the next couple of months. We're we're scheduled out for a while, Tommy. This feels so cool. Heck yeah, People were coming at you on Twitter too. I, know. I was like, Oh my gosh, I don't need more guests. Because last thing I need right now, I love you guys so much, but the last thing I need right now is more emails. So please. Um, but uh, looking forward to. That's Vabs to... at CatholicGinky.com. Oh, dang it, Tommy. I'm editing that out. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, you know, truly from the bottom of my heart, Thank you. It really means a lot. Um, I just feel like oftentimes I'm an idiot with a keyboard and a microphone and you guys just keep coming back. So um, thank you for your feedback. Um, send us send us emails. Tweet at us. Um, I check Twitter like once a day now. So good luck. Um, but but we love you guys. <laughs> and um, I'm sure that uh, uh, Tommy feels similarly. Yes, I only check Twitter about 11 times per hour, so. Yeah, there um. you go. I mean, I deleted the Twitter app off my phone. I don't even have You go. Phone, You're my so. hero. <laughs> you could be my hero. Hey, that's the- yeah, that's, um, you know, taking it back to the, the 90s, but we're good. So, <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Sarah. It was great hanging out with you, as always. Everybody, take care, especially if you're in Texas. Take good care. Yeah, talk to you guys soon. Oh, she's back. Sarah, you're back. I, I know. Okay, okay. You mad at me? <laughs> no, no. No, I don't. Uh-oh, uh, she's not back. No, no, I'm back. I was on mute. Oh. Um, I don't know. My it, it just like Google Hangout died. So the last thing I heard was the buy one, get one coupon code. So let's go back and I'll edit it back in. Okay. What is the code? I for, Wait, let me. What is the, <laughs> wait, we should we say keep saying the code. There is a code, people. A secret code. <laughs> this is going to be a smooth edit, Sarah, for you. Oh, <laughs> it'll be fine. It's not a big deal. All right, where's this thing from? Bogo 50. It's Bogo 50. Bogo 50. There you go. Put them in the show notes. Thank you for listening to Breadbox Media. Find more about us at breadboxmedia.com.